0: You are listening to the Soar Above Cancer podcast, episode 125, learning from our storytellers, our chat with Max Boltzowski, and with your hosts, Gabrielle and Alex. Hello, fellow cancer thrivers. Welcome to this week's episode of the Soar Above Cancer podcast, a podcast dedicated to finding the strength to not only survive a cancer diagnosis, but thrive at living one's life with cancer. So today on the podcast, we have Max. And I will let her introduce Hello. herself. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Uh, my name is Mags. I'm 23. I'm
1: from Winnipeg, Manitoba, and I'm a cancer survivor.
0: So you started uh answering our first question, but <laughs> maybe we can delve more into who is Mags. And people take this question in various different ways, but let's take it where you, you think is best.
1: Um, okay. So like I said, I'm 23. I am a translator by trade, so that's what I went to school for, and that is currently what what I'm doing and what I did before I got sick. Um, I'm a crazy dog mom. I love my puppy. I have a Polish background. My hobbies include snowboarding, because where I live, there's a ton of snow for like eight straight months, and dancing.
2: Love it. All right. Get to know you a little better. That's awesome, Megs. And since this is the first time on our podcast, what we like to do is get a little bit of sense of your cancer experience. So can you tell us a little bit more about your experience with cancer?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's actually coming up to about exactly a year um, that I found out that they found my tumor. And that was done because of a random thing I had falling in my left arm and about... I had a cough and it was like a sensation of like my arm was falling asleep and I went to the walk-in doctor she had no idea what was going on but they thought it was like a lung infection and that my lungs were swollen and something was going on there so I did a blood test and an x-ray again they thought it was a minor lung infection gave me an antibiotic everything went away everything was good and then she asked me to go for a follow-up x-ray I thought it was completely unnecessary because I felt fine, but I ended up going and thankfully I did because they ended up finding that I still had something on my lung. Then I had scans after that and a biopsy and it revealed that I had a stage four lymphoma. And then from there, kind of just like a whirlwind of chemo and doctor's appointments and all that shebang for about four and a half months. And then luckily I've been in remission since August and doing well so far and hopefully it stays that way
0: forever
2: there you go fingers crossed that's awesome
0: that's yeah. great uh, you've been telling this story pretty publicly um since almost the beginning yeah since yeah actually the very beginning yeah so can you tell us a bit more about how you've been telling the story and why you've been telling this story to the world Yeah, so
1: I am like a crazy busy bee. I was in school full time before I got sick. I was working two jobs, and I'm just one of those people that's always used to being crazy busy. It's kind of how I thrive. And knowing that I was sick and I had to do chemo and all this stuff, I knew I wasn't going to be able to work and do my regular routine. And so I decided to start a YouTube channel and learn a new mm-hmm. skill, I guess. And also another big reason as to why I started a YouTube channel and putting my journey public on Instagram is because when I got sick, I did what everyone else does. I went on the internet, I looked at YouTube, I looked at Instagram and I found that it was really hard to find stuff about young adults who are going through the same thing as me. Mm-hmm. And it was either, like, pediatric cancer or older people or, like, videos of doctors giving a spiel for 30 minutes. And the pressing and hard thing that I needed when I got sick, and therefore I just bought a GoPro and started bringing it with me everywhere that I went and making vlogs, putting them on YouTube about my entire cancer journey and, like, all the things that I learned that came along with it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's rare because, I mean it's not just you who finds that same sort of demographic is that it's hard to find sort of a niche market with those young adults who are experiencing those sort of cancer um, your activities and things like that, but it's hard to find that information. So it's very unique and we're glad that we can kind of have someone to talk to who started, started and is, is like, sort of pioneering that uh, that YouTube side of things and do you have like a favorite cancer story to tell like whether it be like really funny or really meaningful for you and if so like go for it like let's hear it
1: um i have a pretty like funny story and it was actually the day I found out that I had cancer so between when they found the tumor and when they actually told me it was cancer it was about three weeks I had a surgery in between a bunch of tests and it felt like the longest waiting period and I in my gut I like I kind of knew because they basically told me there's nothing else that it could yeah. be that we know of but um yeah so I was driving I was at work and then they called me and they said hey we have your test results and you need to come in right away So I was like, okay. And it was in the middle of lunch break. I was surrounded by all my coworkers. I was like, okay, cool. And then I'm like packing up my things. And all of a sudden I get a call from the oncologist's office, which is a cancer doctor, like right then and there. And I'm like in the middle of the lunchroom and I was like trying to hold back from breaking down. So I like ran out the door, ran to the car, started driving to the doctor's office and then I parked. And then I guess it was just like, I was super frazzled. I was shaking. Like I knew my life was about to go into this crazy whirlwind. And I just, I guess I didn't really realize where I parked. I just kind of left my car somewhere, (laughs) went into the hospital. And then when I came out from my appointment, after I got all my information, my car was gone.
2: Oh my God.
1: And... I didn't, like, I was just still frazzled. So I was like, okay, I probably just don't know where I parked it. Yeah. I literally walked around, like, did a lap of the hospital, nothing. And then the hospital that I had to go to at the time is, in like, a bit of a sketchier area in our city. So I was like, I mean, it's not far from the realm of possibility that it got stolen. Yeah. I was like, no, I probably got, like, towed, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up calling the tow truck company, like, the biggest one in the city. And, of course, they had it. And my boyfriend, who was not at the appointment with me because he was at work and couldn't get off, called me and he's like okay so what's the news like what's going on and I was like it's cancer but we have a bigger fish to fry right now my car disappeared (laughs) and he's just like whoa whoa like slow down slow down and I was like honestly like we knew this was coming but first let's get my car because it's late I don't know where it is (laughs) oh my god so that's like my little funny story and like that's like kind of how I decided to take it I was like you know what like tragedy happens and bad things happen but like you always have to find something funny like yes it's a pretty shitty situation like have your car towed and it's expensive to get it and find it and all that but at the end of the day like it's funny and it's just a story that I laugh at now because that would happen on like the most traumatizing day of my life
2: no kidding eh oh my god
0: I like your response to your boyfriend calling you with I have cancer but we have something more (laughs) important to deal with the (laughs) 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 yeah
1: (laughs) Um, that's also like kind of like I don't know my easier way of like delivering the news because it's kind of hard telling people that you have cancer especially when nobody was expecting it and a few weeks ago you're perfectly healthy so Mm -hmm. I figured that maybe if I delivered it in like a less serious way it wouldn't be so bad
2: we get that
0: yeah are there certain features of this story or that for you makes it such a great story and in terms of like the storytelling kind of piece
1: Honestly, like, yeah, I think it's just the fact of like, just when I thought it couldn't get worse, it did. Like, it's just yeah. like, so, like, I literally walked back into the hospital, got my favorite drink from Starbucks and like sat there and was like, what is my life right now? Like, what yeah. is going on?
2: Oh my God. I know. Like it just, it's like it, when it rains, it pours kind of thing. Eh? Like yeah. you just can't get away from it. Um, your story, obviously everyone's story when it comes to cancer, you know, it changes as you kind of go through your experience. So how has your story evolved over time?
1: Um, well, at first it was just going to be like vlogs about what I went through, what chemotherapy looks like, like kind of like come along with me. And then after that, it kind of turned into like me doing my own research about things like chemo brain and like different hacks for chemo side effects and stuff like that. And then me wanting to put those kinds of videos out there. And a huge thing that I focused on was hair loss and hair regrowth because being a woman losing your hair, super young, like that's very, very hard to do. And I did lots of research into that I really looked into it and there's like this really good clinic in Winnipeg where I got my head shaved found my wig and they also gave me a lot of information so I figured why not give this information out because I asked my doctor and she was like honestly like I don't know what to tell you and it's just gonna fall out and that's that's basically where I end and so I figured that's not fair like if you do it the wrong way it's going to hurt if you, you know, don't know how to find a wig properly or don't know how to take your hair down properly and then stuff like that so that's why I focused a lot on that kind of stuff as well.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: That's great. Has your story changed between the story that you tell on the YouTube channel and the stories that you tell in your personal life?
1: Um no, not really. I mean, I guess the people that I have most contact with online are people who are either going through cancer or have cancer. And there's not really many people in my day-to-day life like that. Mm -hmm. So like, yes, I tell the same stories, but I guess the interactions are not the same in that sense. Yeah,
2: Mm -hmm. no, absolutely. So this might be a hard question to answer, but um, you might actually being that you have like a YouTube channel and kind of a vision of where you want to take it. You might be able to answer it easier than other guests. But if you could describe your brand or your story with one word, what would that word be?
1: Oof. Positive. Oh, nice. Mm, I love it.
2: Nice. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> That's
1: actually another big part of my YouTube channel, Council Journey. I always try to like – show that staying positive in something so hard is actually very important. I believe that half of the battle with cancer is with what goes on in your head. I truly believe that. And it was not easy on me mentally, of course, going through cancer. And I know it's not easy on anyone else. So I tried my best to stay positive And I do really think that that was a huge factor in what helps me. So that's another thing that I really do try to incorporate. And then now moving forward with my YouTube channel, incorporate that it's possible, kind of like you guys showing that it's possible to thrive and. Mm -hmm. be successful and happy after it
0: yeah absolutely I love it I love that you all spoke about the psychosocial kind of aspect the mental piece that that is difficult but there are ways to still thrive do you look up to anyone when it comes to storytelling is there someone who has inspired you on regard in regards to how you tell that story to people um As far as
1: like cancer related, not really, um, because like I said, there wasn't much out there, but there are lots of girls that I follow on Instagram who made their cancer journey public through Instagram that I look up to. One of them is Olivia Rose Smith. Um, She is in the UK. She had, I think, Hodgkin's lymphoma about a year before me, and she documented her journey. She started a blog, she started a support group for girls going through cancer in the UK, and that was really motivational for me that she also used her illness to just help other people um there's another lady My uh i think her instagram is my life with marnie okay. and it's just like a young mom who also same thing went through some sort of cancer and is posting about her journey and then the hardships of having a baby and a toddler at the same time is going through all of that which was also very very inspiring to me yeah
2: I mean, Instagram's a really good way to kind of like dive into telling your story because like everyone's on Instagram, right? And it's easy for like the young population to kind of get a sense of what's going on, um, you know, just in pictures and captions. And it kind of like is an easy way to follow. So that's great. Like a couple of things that you can share. And hopefully our listeners get to check those out when they get the chance what are, like, and this doesn't have to be related to cancer or anything, just in general, um, what are some of your favorite podcasts or YouTube artists or, like, maybe authors of books and, like, why them? Like, why would they be good to listen to or why are they good storytellers?
1: Oof. Okay. Um, let me, here, let me go on my podcast app and tell oh, you. Oh, here we go. I've been listening. <laughs> here we go. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of the 25 Stay Alive podcast. but they are actually two cancer survivors and they do podcasts interviewing not only other people going through cancer, but, um, People who are going through other hardships in life, like they have a quadriplegic that was on the episode and people dealing with mental health and stuff like that. So they're really good. They're um, from Australia. Okay. Another Australian girl that I love is Georgie Stevenson. So she's just a YouTuber. Um, she does very much like fitness and healthy lifestyle YouTube, um, which is really what I'm into, honestly. My favorite YouTubers are all in that category. And then her podcast is called the Rise and Conquer podcast. So just about rising up and conquering. Um, that's about it for podcasts Um, as far as youtubers uh, my favorite youtuber is Whitney Simmons and she's just like a health lifestyle um, youtuber and her biggest thing is like positivity and that's kind of where I got my inspiration from I love just watching positive people because I kind of get that vibe from them and that just makes me feel even more positive so
2: yeah yeah anything
1: positive vibes actually
2: like follow up question to that so like obviously you have this focus on like fitness when it, when it comes to podcasts YouTubers positivity fitness was that like your focus prior to cancer it, or was it kind of like now I have cancer I want to focus a little bit more on positivity and health and this is helping me through but, like how does that kind of work yeah um,
1: i mean i was a pretty well i thought i was a pretty healthy person before like yeah. i was focused on fitness <laughs> that was kind of always my jam mm. uh, healthy i mean i wasn't like particularly trying to be extra healthy i just like you know ate healthy, um, tried my best to, you know, be as good as I could be. Um, but definitely getting sick made me look into like the more natural side of things and health kind of on the next level I tried to maintain like a very good and clean diet while I was going through chemo and even now I try to eat natural when I can and fitness obviously plays a huge role and I definitely saw that when I was doing chemo because I couldn't really work out and I saw the the tool that that took on my body and how much fitness actually does play a huge role in your overall well-being not only mental but also physical so they kind of I guess like jump started more of like a passion towards it and then the positivity just came with the cancer diagnosis. My good.
2: Like
0: That's great. I think this is my new favorite question that we have to ask all of our guests is what podcasts do you watch or YouTube channels do you follow? Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> You've been doing it for some time. You said almost a year now, telling your story. What piece of advice would you give someone or you would have liked to receive at the beginning? About storytelling for cancer thrivers.
1: Oof, that it is a lot of work, but it is very much so worth it. Um, like anyone who puts their story on the internet, I get my fair share of hate and people telling me that chemo's bad, don't do chemo, it's only poison, you're just yeah. like supporting big pharma and then you should do this instead or this and that or like you shouldn't do this you just like all the choices you can make someone's going to find something wrong with them and it's hard it's a lot of work making a video editing it uploading it trying to like plan it and make it good and it's a lot of work but it's honestly worth it just seeing how many people it has helped how many people it has provided support for has made it also worth it um yeah it was very overwhelming at times because when you're really feeling at your worst you don't want people to see that you don't want people to see you bald no eyelashes no eyebrows you don't want people seeing you yeah on your worst days at the hospital but that is what would have provided comfort for me kind of seeing what chemotherapy looks like what it all looks like
2: so Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and what has been like the biggest barrier um to telling your story related to cancer and how have you kind of overcome that
1: barrier um barrier I'd have to say my biggest barrier was probably just being able to just say everything like there's so much to cancer that like so many fine details and that's why when people like message me and they ask for advice I'm like give me a specific thing because if you need advice I can talk all day long and just yeah just being able to like every, just spread everything that I've learned and that I know it's definitely been hard. And that's why I keep kind of trying to post videos about cancer related things here and there. But like I said, cancer is just such a big thing and there's just so many components of it. But the thing in that is that everyone's story is different. Everyone's diagnosis is different. So it's also Mm -hmm. kind of hard to cater for everyone when lymphoma treatment's not the same as breast cancer treatment is not the same as like brain tumor treatment. Right.
2: Makes sense for sure.
1: And
0: how can our listeners get in touch with you?
1: Um, so you can follow me on YouTube. So just my name, Megs Bujowski, And then on Instagram, I am at Megs Bujowski as well. Feel free to message me. Like I said, I'm an open book. Any questions, comments, I would love to hear them.
2: I love it. Well, like uh, just for myself and from Gabrielle Megs, really appreciate you having you on. Your energy is crazy crazy contagious and it's just like getting me upbeat after a day of work so really really nice talking to you and for all of our fans um we just talked to megs bajowski she is on youtube discusses positivity discusses her cancer journey has been sort of on YouTube for the majority of her cancer experience. We talk to her about her story. We talked to her about what features or components of her favorite stories about her journey she likes to tell and why, how her stories evolved over time and really where she gets her inspiration from, whether that be from different podcasts, YouTubers, what her overall theme and brand really is. And some of the great pieces of advice that she's received about storytelling throughout the cancer journey that she's experienced. And hopefully you get a chance to check her out like i said amazing energy and we really appreciate having you on today
1: thank you for having on i really had lots of fun i'm
2: glad thank you
0: so this does end episode 125 learning from our storytellers a big thank you to your listeners as well as to mags thank you for being on this show Everyone continues to show up as we grow and we really, really do appreciate it. Before you go, just a quick reminder, if you have any questions or suggestions or comments, if you simply want to share your story, please do reach out through the Soar Above Cancer website, as well as our social media platforms, all linked in the show notes. Many smiles to you and see you next week.